Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. You just got hang up for the tenth time in a row. Your production has been steadily declining as your goals continue to increase by your management. You felt enormous pressure as your manager continued to doubt your ability to hit the target. Many of the prospects that you call or interacted with may actually benefit from your product and service that they never give you a chance to speak. You ask yourself. How do I make my customers hear what I have to say? How do I make them feel that I am different than a normal salesman? How do I make them believe that my recommendations are in their best interest? How do I be an advisor instead of a salesman to them? Welcome to episode forty: Master the Art of Sales through Relationship Building. How to change from salesman to advisor. This is our episode forty. I would like to take this chance to thank all the listeners and friends of our podcast for all your continued support and encouragement. I remember when I first started this podcast back in October of 2019. The world was in such a different place. Now more than ever, we need positivity and hope as we continue to ride through this uncertainty. I promise that I will continue to improve my content and aspire to help anyone out there who wants to get the plus up in life. As many of the listeners and friends of our podcast know, we have our very own publication, the Life Business Insider. On our publication, you can find notes, related resources for each of the episode, and aside from the show note, you will also be able to find article related to food, wine, travel. Poetry, recipe, and even open ads from some of the best professionals in various industry. Recently, we have published a series of articles in relate to job hunting and currently composing another series for any wine enthusiasts out there. If you would like to be notified when new series are published, please use the link below to subscribe. As subscription to our publication is absolutely free. Now. As coronavirus continues to rage through our nation, 
Our frontline warriors need your help more than ever. Please visit Thrive Global First Responders First at thriveglobal.com slash categories slash first responders first. And you will be able to donate and support these warriors with PPE and care packages. And if you're not able to donate, I will ask you, please share this link with your friends and family within your social circle. And the links can be found in the episode description. Now, I would like to go ahead and start our episode with some positive and inspiring news. Today, our news is brought to you by CNN The Good Stuff, written by Kylie Woshoff. And the headline is, 11-year-old supports single mothers during pandemic with his lemonade stand. Cartier Carey is proving no one is too young to make a difference. The 11-year-old is working hard to provide relief for single mothers one cup of lemonade at a time. He says that he wanted to elevate the strains that COVID-19 has put on families. I wanted to help mothers who were struggling. Cartier is rallying members of the Hampton, Virginia community to raise money by selling lemonade and other tasty treats. All the proceeds go toward buying diapers and wipes for mothers in need. However, his lemonade stands is only his latest effort to provide aid during the pandemic. Earlier this year, Cartier created care packages called Cardi Packs, filled with deodorant, soap, and tissues to give to homeless populations. He funded his own nonprofit organization called Kids for Change 757 about a year ago. Cartier says he was motivated to create the movement so he could help the community and make the community better. His wisdom stretches far beyond his years as to his goals. Not only does he want to provide support to his community, Cartier says with Kids for Change 757, he aims to inspire youth around the world as well. Cartier's mother says his altruistic drive has always been part of him. We're very proud, says Brittany Stewart, about her son. She recalls that he has always wanted to help, and his desire continues to grow as he gets older. His lemonade stand has yielded close to $3,000 in just three days. He doesn't want to spend any of the money on himself, Stewart said. He just wanted to continue to keep buying diapers and giving each day. Cartier is rewarded by seeing his impact on the people around him. It makes me feel happy that I'm actually helping people. Some of the people he has supplied have approached him to offer their gratitude. Cartier says knowing he is making a difference encourages him to continue his work in the community. And here, a light plus up, Cartier, we really want to thank you for your enormous selfless act and also your motivation to help everyone around you. Just by doing so, you are becoming an inspiration for all of us. And we definitely want you to continue to go ahead and go forward and bring more joy and help to those people who are in need. So thank you once again. And now let's move on to our second story. Our second story is brought to you by the Good News Network, written by McKinley Cobley. And the headline is, Shaq pulls over to help Florida woman after her car crashed. Shaquille O'Neal 
is no stranger of being featured in national news headlines. But it's not just because of his legendary sports career. He is also regularly praised for having a heart of gold. In addition to being held for his charity work and random act of kindness, Chuck was lauded by law enforcement on Facebook after he stopped to help a Florida woman who was in a car accident last week. According to Alachua County Sheriff Department, Shaq pulled over to the side of I-75 when he saw the woman's tire blow out. After making sure she was okay following the collision, he waited with her until law enforcement arrived. Shaq left the scene shortly afterwards, but not before greeting the surprise officers with a fist bump, as seen on the dash cam footage. Since the sheriff department posted the video to social media, it has been viewed almost 400,000 times. And while it is not as if the NBA star was filmed removing a bullet, it is always hardening to see celebrities with kind heart. And for anyone out there who want to see the heroic act of Shaquille O'Neal, please click into the link in our show notes section. Now, let's go ahead and take a short break before we dive into how to master the art of sales. What are some of the thoughts that came into your mind when you get a call from a salesman of your local auto dealerships? How about associates from your local cell phone company? Or even phone calls from mortgage companies right after you search your home value online? Do you feel annoyed? How about feeling defensive as you feel that they may not have your best interests in mind? Why is that? Now, many of us have professionals that we seek help for a variety of business and personal needs. Professionals such as CPA, lawyers, investment advisor, and even doctors. Why do we tend to have a different respect for them in comparison to other sales? In my perspective, the lines that separate a salesperson from a trusted advisor is the relationship and the value that one person can bring to another. Jill Conrad, a world-renowned sales strategist and the author of Selling to Big Companies, once said, what differentiated sellers today is their ability to bring fresh ideas. So how do you show that you can bring value to others? How do you sell based on building relationships and trust? For over 15 years, as a life coach and an executive of retail banking and wealth management for multiple financial institutions, I have dedicated myself to helping others to achieve success in personal, financial, and career. Throughout my career, I have taken on many different lines of business in the financial industry, from being a personal banker in the front line of retail banking to the manager of over $820 million in total deposit portfolio from building a network of influential high-net clientele to creating curriculums for learning and development of future banking associates. I have really done them all. Over the years, I have seen individuals who accelerated their careers through building relationships with their customers as trusted advisors. I have also seen associates stagger in their profession because they can't get out of the box of being just salesmen. 
to master the auto sales, one has to be able to set expectation with their customers, asking questions effectively by taking a genuine interest, match talks to bring value, and structure follow-up strategy. Now, let's talk about the first part, setting expectations. Todd Whitaker once said, great teachers have high expectations for their students, but higher expectations for themselves. Why is setting expectation relevant in sales through building relationships? When customers patron a business, they have expectations set in their minds based on their previous experiences. Imagine when you order takeout from Pizza Hut, what kind of expectations did you have? Are you expecting it to be high quality? Or do you expect superior customer service? Now, imagine you are trying a Michelin star Italian restaurant. What do you expect? Do you expect excellent taste and service? Or did you expect a price that will break your bank? From this example, you can understand how expectations really dictate our attitude and mindsets before engaging with the business. Now, imagine if the fancy Italian restaurant failed to deliver on what you expected. Do you feel cheated? How about if a pizza hut delivers exceed all your imagination? Did you feel fortunate and excited? The first key to master the art of sales is to reset your customer's expectation and exceed them. So how do you set expectations with customers? The most effective way to set clear expectation with your customer is through an effective value statement. In short, a value statement tells why people should do business with you. It's like the thesis of your very own professional essay. So how do you build a compelling value statement? Through my experiences, I found the most effective value statement should always consist of three major points. The three points are, who are you and what is your role? What can customers expect from you? And what can you expect from your customers? When you can provide a clear value statement at the beginning of the meeting, you give a sense of security through clear expectations. You will be able to transition smoothly into discovery stage with your customers and start building a relationship through personal emotional connections. So how does an effective value statement sounds like? For example, Hi, I'm Kevin, your personal life coach. It is my goal to help you to succeed in core components of life, which are personal, financial, and career. To do so, I will need to ask you a few questions and find out what your goals are, because what is important to you is very important to me. How does that sound? See, that is my own personal value statement when I engage with a new customer. Now, once you establish the expectation with a compelling value statement, it is time to discover what is essential to your customers through a demonstration of a genuine interest. How to ask with genuine interest? Let's start off with an old Chinese saying, you don't know what you don't ask. This statement is especially true in the world of sales and service. How will you feel if your doctor doesn't ask about your pre-existing conditions before prescribing your medication? 
How about your CPA fail to ask about the changes in your life before filing up your taxes? These professionals who have your best interests in mind understands the importance of knowing everything they need in order to provide the service. They understand the severe consequences of not doing so. Now, think about your last interaction with a salesman. Did that person ask about what is important to you? Or did that individual went straight to introducing the product? How about your most recent visit to Target? Did anyone ask you to send up another Target card without knowing who you are and how your financial is? These examples demonstrate why your respect for them are different. So how do you ask with genuine interest? The best way to ask questions with demonstration of genuine interest is through three levels question. So what does it mean by three levels? In short, for every question, ask two more related follow-up questions. When you follow through the format of three levels, your audience will feel that you're listened and taking a genuine interest in their replies. For example, if one of your friends tells you about an accident he had over the weekend, naturally, you will ask what happened. Followed by his response, you will ask for more details, such as, are you hurt? Who else is involved? Do you need help? You ask these follow-up questions because you care. Now, imagine if a stranger shared that with you, what would your response be? Maybe something in the line of, ah, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope everything is okay. That difference in caring shows that you are genuinely interested or not. If you are a mortgage consultant, your three-level question should sound like, how do you feel about your current mortgage? What are your goals that you wish to accomplish with the new mortgage? And how does it impact you financially to achieve other goals? See, three-level questions. By asking related follow-up questions, your customer will feel that you have their best interests in mind and you genuinely care about their answers. Remember, if you want to build a relationship, you first have to create trust. After you have asked all the relevant questions to determine the best proposition, it is time to present by match talk. Following a saying by Courtney S. Warren, when what we say doesn't match how we act, we are lying to ourselves. The proposition is one of the most critical stage in sale. During this stage, you will present your recommendations and see if your customers agree to accept or reject due to concerns. This is the stage to see if you genuinely know what your customers are looking for or being exposed as another salesman who thinks about their own pocket. The best way to demonstrate to your customers that your recommendations are based on the answer they have provided to you during the previous stage is through basic matching. Imagine what will happen if your doctor did not prescribe medication that match with your symptoms. How about your realtor finding a house that doesn't match your needs? Even worse, what will happen if your CPA did not file text that matches your marital status? From these examples, you can see the best way to know that you are presenting a solution instead of selling is through matching format. So how does a match talk presentation sounds like? It will sound something like this. You stated that at this time, expanding your market is the top priority for your business. To do so, 
More investments in R&D and inventory is crucial. Therefore, a business line of credit is the best solution for you at this time. In the example provided, we first recall what is the most important goal of the customers and use it as the base of the proposition, followed by how we can address that goal, and then we end with what the product is. When you present your proposal in such format, you demonstrate to customers why you propose such product instead of finding yourself in a position trying to convince them. Since you are only matching what your customers share with what product you have. Your customers will have less resistance in accepting your offer. However, completing one sale is just one transaction. If you really want to have a long-lasting business relationship, you will need a structured follow-up process. Three, two, one follow-up strategy. Do you have a dentist that always go to you? How about a realtor that you have used for apartment hunting? Why? The answer to the question. Is there consistent follow-up process? When's the last time you walk out of a dentist's office without making an appointment? How about text filing reminders from your local CPA? These little actions are the reason why you keep going back to them. Statistically, show it may take up to ten times more effort and resources to find a new customer in comparison to keeping an old one. So, how do you effectively follow up with your customers? In my years as a professional in the financial industry, I found three-two-one follow-up strategy to be the most effective. Three-two-one stands for three days, two weeks, and one month. After your initial sales, always give time for your customer to digest all the information, and follow up with them after three days. This gesture shows your customers that they are more than just numbers, and after two weeks. Follow up with customers in regards to the arrival of any promised documents, your product delivery status, or just merely a reminder for an appointment that will happen after a month since your initial sale. On the one-month appointment, revisit other priorities that your customers have shared during your initial interaction, or even ask them for referrals. And always remember to introduce to one of your coworkers or managers in the case of your absence. If you can hold yourself accountable. In following through with your promise, you have just earned a business relationship with your customers. Now, over the years, I have dedicated myself to helping others to achieve success in core components of life. I have taken on many different roles, roles such as management, retail, or strategic. In my time, I have seen many successful individuals. Who achieve milestones after milestones through forging strong relationships with their customers and markets, but have also witnessed many others who struggle with their customers and their careers because they are not being trusted more than just the salespeople. To be successful in sales, one has to set expectations with the customers, asking effectively by demonstrating genuine interest, match objective with the right products. And an effective follow-up strategy to keep them together. So next time, when you are looking to boost yourselves, let me ask you: How will you be a trusted advisor to your customer? All right. I hope everybody liked this particular episode. And like usual, if you have 
any questions, please DM me on Instagram or simply just email me on podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com. And of course, I want to go ahead and wish all of you health and safety. And I will see all of you next Wednesday at Life Plus Up Podcast. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.